What do you do if God is calling you to start something new while you're still working? Would this still be considered a leap? Absolutely. And we will be talking all about that in today's episode. You ready? Let's get started. Welcome to the Taking the Leaps podcast with me, your host, fellow leaper and coach, Rachel G. Scott. This podcast inspires you to take bold leaps of faith, but you won't be doing it alone. As we journey together through the fishermen, shepherds, builder, tent maker, and trailblazer leaps, my hope is that you will see how God is with you every step of the way and begin to confidently trust him as he leads you into your next leap. It's time to live a leaping lifestyle. You ready? Let's go. Welcome back to the podcast, and thank you so much for joining me for another episode where we are reintroducing the five leaps. We've made it to leap number four, and this leap is another one that is often underestimated because it doesn't look like your typical leap, quote unquote, should look. The fourth leap we're going to talk about is called the tent maker's leap. Each leap has its own characteristics, so to speak, and it's lived out differently. So today, we're going to talk about what the tent maker's leap is, how to know if that is a leap God is calling you to make in comparison to some other options, and how to manage all the responsibilities of this leap. Now, let's dive right into what the tent maker's leap actually is. The tent maker's leap is when your career and a separate calling occupy space in your life at the same time. The person called to this leap is likely working full time, but they've started a ministry or a business or other endeavor on the side while still working. This is similar to the builder's leap, except that they remain on the job. So you may be wondering, why is this called the tent maker's leap? Well, all the leaps are based on biblical characters and their roles or duties, not so much the modern day meaning of the word. The same is true for this leap. This leap comes from the story of Paul, the apostle, who was a tent maker by trade. And in Acts 20, 34, he's talking to the elders of the church of Ephesus and he tells them, you know that these hands of mine have worked to supply my own needs and even the needs of those who were with me. Paul was a ministry worker and brought about the saving of many Gentile lives to Christ. However, he makes it clear that he sustained his ministry through his work or career as a tent maker. He used his talent to build tents to support himself and the ministry. He was fully invested in the work of God while God blessed the work of his hands to provide the resources he would need. Most of the clients I've partnered with in leap coaching are tent makers. They work full time in the industry and are wanting to step into another assignment God has called them to do, but they know they are not supposed to quit their job to get the work done. The work, meaning the work of God, requires for them to work. So we come together to seek God and develop strategy and implement necessary next steps for them to do the work God is calling them to do outside of their job. Um, I had a client who was a full-time real estate agent, but felt called to help working moms experience greater rest and balance in their homes and lives. We spent time together working on our website and creating resources, all while she continued to build her real estate agency. She didn't feel called to leave her job in order to get this work done, but she responded to the call because she knew the work had to be done. Please know that if God isn't calling you to leave your job, it's not a matter of either or, it's both and. 
You're not choosing one or the other. You're seeking him for how to do both at the same time. Now, I want to be very, very clear here because choosing to stay on the job as a tent maker when God is calling you to be a fisherman is disobedience. And he may call you to be a tent maker for years, but eventually call you into the fisherman's lead. So we have to have an open ear to his voice at all times and in all seasons. And let's be careful to note the difference between our comfort zone and his voice. That's a totally different podcast episode. So how do we know if this is the leap he is leading us to take? Well, unfortunately, there is no formula to know which one he's leading you to do. However, when the Holy Spirit is leading us to do something, he will communicate his will to us and it will be clear and confirmed. Remember in John 10, 27, it says, my sheep listen to my voice and I know them and they follow me. He is speaking. We just have to become sensitive to his voice and attentive to his will. Once we know that he has told us to stay because the job will continue to support the assignment, then we begin to look for who he is bringing alongside to partner or contribute to it with us. Here is a key to what makes the difference in the tent maker's leap. It can't be done alone. God knows you have a limited time and resources. So what he may do is place this same assignment on someone else's heart to help you or use the giftings of someone else to provide a much needed service to you. It may be a friend or a coach. It could be a business or a stranger. Co-laboring with God in this leap will include collaborating with others. So while the person called to the fisherman's leap may have more time, but potentially less resources, the person called to the tent maker's leap likely has less time, but more resources. This is by design because each person's assignment is different in the kingdom. And this is where the co-laboring happens in the tent maker's leap. Now, here's the other big thing to know. It will include you financially investing into the assignment. But this is the reason God is leading you to do the work while you're still on your job. So I encourage you to pray that God will show you where and how to invest the finances. For me personally, whenever God is leading me to a new leap, I do three things. I look for a community, I invest in a coach, and I attend a conference. The knowledge I gain from these three things have always helped me make future wise investments. I'll be sharing more about this in a later episode, but I'm mentioning this now because I want you to pray and ask God to lead you to each of these things in your leap, a community, a coach, and a conference, so that you can make wise decisions with your finances with regard to the leap. I noticed that most of us are more than willing to make the investment in the assignment, but we want to see a return on our investment, okay? <laughs> Trust me, I get it. I talked about this in a previous episode that I'm going to link in the show notes, but this is a legitimate expectation. So how can we ensure we get an ROI? Honestly, we can't, but God can. And sometimes God will do it by positioning us around others who have already done what we feel called to do. These people are usually found in a community, at a conference, or are coaches. It's just that simple. And this is helpful no matter which leap you're taking. It still applies. So in all, I want you to remember to be sensitive to God's timing and not to allow your human hesitancy to lead you. I think about 1 Corinthians 2.14, which says that the natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are folly to him. 
and he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. Although this is actually talking about people within the world who don't follow Christ, I also believe it's talking about our flesh and its resistance to the will of God in our lives. Although this is talking about people within the world who don't follow Christ, I also believe it's referring to our flesh and its resistance to the will of God in our lives. This is why I said to be sensitive to God's timing and not allow your human hesitancy to lead because our flesh will stall, especially when it comes to leaps and finances. But God often answers quicker than we respond. And so we want to respond as quickly as he answers. So as you prepare to take the tent makers leap, keep in mind the keys are collaboration, community, conferences, and coaching. And remember, take action. All right. So that's it for the tent makers leap, y'all. Until next time, be blessed. Thank you for joining today's episode. I hope you were inspired by what you heard and you're even more encouraged to trust God with your next leap. Before you leave, take a moment and think of your community. Who do you know that could benefit from the wisdom shared in this podcast? Now take it one step further and encourage them through text, DM, or a simple conversation by sharing this episode. Let's make sure others know they're not alone as they obey God and choose to live a leaping lifestyle. Enjoy the rest of your day. And remember, God can do more with your willingness than he could ever do with your worthiness.